Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. Today we are looking at 12 ways you can really identify and this is a really great exercise to do if you think you're in a toxic relationship or you just want to have some more aha moments and make sense of everything that has happened to you then please do listen to this because we're going to do 12 quick ways that you can really identify that you've been in a toxic relationship. So I want you to think back to when you first were in the love bombing phase or what actually happened. You can actually see, maybe even identify any of your friends whether they're in a toxic relationship and really hone in and realize that perhaps you've been in a toxic relationship also and the impact that it's had on you. That's the key here. It's not so much what they're doing. It's more about the impact it's had on you because you've been so focused on them that you've forgotten about yourself and maybe you don't even know who you are anymore. So I want you to think back to how you were when you first met them. Usually there's a lot of subtle tactics that narcissists use to control. One of the things is that initially your body language would have been really positive and you know in control and you would have probably led um, in terms of you know you felt strong and confident and great and your body language would have been where you're standing tall and your chest is wide and you're feeling strong and positive and you feel like you're making a difference in somebody's life and it's like you're together and you're gonna take on the world as such and they what they're doing is they're actually allowing you to lead they allow you to lead in the relationship they allow you to have a voice they allow you to lead in your opinions they allow you to lead even in body language right it's it's like they're allowing you and that they're so proud of you and they want you to lead in the relationship and you feel strong you feel confident you feel your best right because you're stepping into your power you're you're being heard you're being understood you're being acknowledged that's what happens in the the beginning parts of a relationship now what happens over time and if you actually examine how you behave in your relationship or what you're like when you see the person you'll find that your body language is very different especially if you've got trauma the trauma will trigger you where you feel closed you feel small you make yourself small you avoid eye contact you avoid you know, looking at them, you're soothing yourself in some way, you're avoiding and trying to um, just, you just don't feel as comfortable as you were before. 
Um, in fact, you feel really uncomfortable and that can be seen in lots of different ways. And you can pick this up in body language. You can see it. You feel restless. You feel panicked. You're not sure what might happen. You're not sure if they're going to cause an argument with somebody or upset somebody or, you know, you just don't know the kind of mood they're in and you're not sure what might happen after you're out and you've seen them. So you're just uncomfortable and nervous even when you're outside with them. You just got a different body language. It's very avoidance. The thing is with narcissists, you're not allowed to have a voice. You're not allowed to have your opinion. It makes complete sense. You don't know who you are anymore because you're not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to voice anything. It's their way and no other way. You have to be controlled by them as far as they're concerned. So they're silencing you. You might even notice when you're out, they talk over you. They don't allow you to speak. Even at home, they talk over you. They might even rant at you for hours upon hours. It's only their opinion that matters and they can wear you down and other people down by just repeating what they want. You know, they will just basically wear people down so that they can get their own way. They need to silence you, silence your opinions, silence your thoughts so that they can just basically win at all costs as far as they're concerned. So that's number one, is that you can sense that you were, you were able to lead at the beginning and now you're not. They're leading, they're controlling you. You don't have a voice. You don't, your thoughts and feelings don't matter. You're not allowed to be right or have a voice. Number two, they will interrupt you or shut you up because the narcissist wants you to be, you to believe that you are dependent on them in some way. And the only way they can do this is to shut you off from everything else. Now, I really want you to think about your career. They will slowly destroy your career, yeah? The reason why they have to do this is that they do not actually have anything to give to you, right? In essence, they want you to depend on them, but they've got nothing to give you. They genuinely have nothing to give you. They can't be there for you emotionally. They can't be there for you. They're not giving as a person. They can't give you anything, but they have to shut you off from anything that does give anything to you. You know, anything that gives you confidence, um, financial security, um, joy as in your friendships, love as in your family and friends. They have to shut you off of anything that gives anything to you. So then you have no choice but to rely on them because you've got nothing else that gives you anything. So you start living in this illusion that you need them, that you depend on them. You don't actually depend on them. They want you to believe that you depend on them, but you don't actually depend on them. That is the truth. If you logically think about you know, depending on them, you can live without them quite easily, but they've cut you off of everything that you really did need, that actually did give you something. 
that's what they do. They actually just cut you off from what does give you something so that it gives you the illusion that you need them. But you don't need them. They just basically take away anything that threatens um, and gives you anything, you know, so that you've got power and control within yourself. So then, you know, anything that feels good, anything that motivates you, inspires you, they need to cut that off. Yeah, they need to take your soul away, basically, <laughs> anything that inspires you. So that way you feel like you need them or you think that you need them, but actually you don't. I just really want you to really get that because there's a lot of stuff going out there that, you know, narcissists want you to depend on them. They want you to depend on them as a, there's a, but they won't give you anything. They don't actually give you anything, you know. Um, you're the one that's giving to them all the time. But they just isolated you so that you feel you only have the narcissist left. And a lot of the time, your friends and family don't even like them. They don't even want to be around the narcissist, but they tolerate them. But then the narcissist loves to create an illusion that everybody's supporting them. You know, they'll tell you stories about, oh, one of my friends, they're going to come and support me and do this for me that, you know, everybody's supporting me. I've got so many friends around me, but actually it's probably not even true. They're just trying to create the illusion that everybody's there to give to them because they want you to give to them as well. But they've got nothing to give you at all. And you, you know, but the thing is, you might not be able to um, see it. And nobody around you is going to say, you know what? This person's just a taker. They're never giving. They're just taking all the time. And everyone kind of lives or believes that illusion that the narcissist is creating. Okay. We've got that point across, hopefully. So I really want you to know, logically, they give you nothing. So I want you to feel stronger within yourself that actually you don't need this person. Logically, you don't need this person. You have a feeling that you need them. That's separate. And that you can heal over time. You can heal your feelings. But logically, you know that you don't need them. What you need is to get your confidence back, your career back, your friends back, your family back, all the great things that actually make you feel better about yourself. Number four, it feels like you're in a relationship where you feel like you've gone back in time and you feel like you've been scolded like you're a child again. You know, it's that kind of feeling. When you feel triggered and trauma traumatized, you feel like you're so helpless and hopeless and vulnerable like you are when you were a child, you know. Um, it's that kind of relationship that you get. They trigger you in a way that you feel like you become a child. And that's what they want. They want to scold you and make you feel bad about yourself as if they are the parent and they are in control of you. Yeah. And so that's another thing. If you feel like, you know, you feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like, I feel like I can't do something or I feel like I'm in uh, like child mode again. It's because you're being pushed and directed in a way to behave in a certain way. And that's pretty much how we might have felt like when we were children, you know, when we were a child where we've been controlled by a parent. But in this instance, you're not a a child you're actually an adult 
but you're just being triggered to actually feel like you're a child again, where you feel helpless and hopeless and you feel like you can't do something to actually get yourself out of that scenario. So that's what they're trying to do so that they can keep that control over you. So if you ever feel that way, don't worry. It's about healing that part of you, that inner child, so that, you know, and doing the trauma work to actually get control back of yourself so that you feel like you are an adult and you feel like you can move forward, even though you feel stuck as a child or you've been triggered to feel like you're a child. It's just some inner child work that you need to have done and really heal that trauma trauma inside. Okay, so number four, they need to have all the focus on them. They need to be the center of attention. You know, it's all fake. They need to be the most important person all the time. Even if it's not, you know, they might be a covert narcissist, so it's not so obvious, but they suck up the energy and focus on them. Everyone's always focusing on them. Poor you, poor this, poor that. Is you know, and I'll come to that in a moment, but they will need to be the most important person and just love, they love, love, love attention and compliments. Love it. It's like they will just lap it up. You know, they love, 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 love it. And you can watch them how they react to attention and compliments. Look, we all love compliments and attention, but you know, it's, it's slightly different for a narcissist. They just, you know, it's like they live for it. You know, it's, it's like their whole body language changes to the extreme. Whereas if someone complimented you or gave you attention because of all the trauma that you've been through, you might actually feel triggered to cry because it feels like finally someone's heard me and understood me and you there's so much pain that you haven't been acknowledged and you haven't had any attention for so long and you haven't been focused on for so long that it feels you'd feel triggered and and the pain of not being heard and not being understood gets triggered and again you just need to do some trauma therapy and some healing so that you can feel comfortable having attention, focusing on your needs and starting to heal yourself again. Okay, so they're all fake. Fake smiles, fake everything. Yeah, that's the thing. And you can see that when you've been out with narcissists. They've just abused you, told you you're a piece of whatever. And then they're all fake in front of everybody else, pretending to be, you know, um, the best person since... (laughs) you know out there they're just so amazing and so loving and blah 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 um okay so number six is they will have excuses for reasons why their behavior is okay they know their behavior isn't okay by the way they know that because they change in front of other people and pretend to be great they know that their behavior is wrong But they will always, always have excuses of why their behavior is okay and why, you know, you can't treat the narcissist the way the narcissist treats you. If you ever treat a narcissist the way they treat you, they will blow up. 
And you'll be sitting there going, well, you treat me that way, so I'm treating you that way. They will not tolerate it because they know it's wrong. They know what they're doing to you is wrong. They know it because if they get a piece of their own medicine, they're like, no way, I am not having it. And they will go into an almighty rage. Be able to like, you know what? You are not doing this to me. I'm the one that's supposed to abuse you, not you abuse me. They will not tolerate it, but they will have excuses, so many excuses for why they should not have to do what you should do. You know, they will have excuses and, and, and as far as they're concerned, they will, conf- they, will, they will tell themselves it's okay, their behavior is okay, and they will have reasons why they will tell themselves what they're doing is okay, but it's not okay for you to do it double standards, hypocrisy, it's all about the narcissist, you know, so as far as they're concerned, they will do whatever it takes to twist the truth and lie to look good or to look like the victim. OMG, yes, we know that the narcissist is always looking like the victim. They are the victim as far as they're concerned. Oh my gosh, you will not let me abuse you? How could you do that to me? I am the victim because you're not letting me abuse you. I know, warped, right? But that's the truth. That's how they see life. You are not allowing me to abuse you and hence why I am the victim. That's the truth. They see it unfair and bad that you are not allowing them to abuse you. You know, that is, they will they will think that things are bad for them all the time. The very thing that puts them in an advantage is they want to be seen as a victim because that way they can, it's an easy get out clause. You know, they can twist anything. Anything can be twisted, you know, by a narcissist where they look like the victim when actually in truth, it's you. And isn't it strange that you find it really hard to actually see yourself as a victim? Whereas they're playing the victim all the time. You're the strong one. You're the one that wants to see yourself as this positive, strong person and not see yourself as a victim. You don't like negative mindset. You're the one that constantly wants to be positive and make the most out of life. And yet you're the real victim here. You're being victimized all the time, abused all the time, to the point where your brain has changed because there's trauma from living or being around this person. Perhaps you're working with them, but these people cause trauma and it changes the brain. And you're the victim here and they're playing, they're pretending to be the victim because it's the easiest way they can get out of anything all the time. And you know what? There's something they love. They love accusing the real victim of all sorts of things and they delight in turning things around and blaming the victim. Body language experts um, have this thing called duping delight where you can see, it's very quick, but you can see on a narcissist's um, face when they're doing duping delight, when they're actually blaming and pretending to be the victim and turning it around on the person. And the duping delight is like when they feel like, oh, I've got away with it. There's this real smugness and joy in actually turning things around. They enjoy it. They will turn around 
any accusation around and blame it on somebody else and they love it they enjoy it they want to be seen as a victim hence why it is crucial that if you are getting any type of therapy that you go to a therapist that actually understands toxic relationships not your general bog standard one because i have spoken to so many clients where they've been to um, and seen you know normal therapists that have no understanding of toxic relationships and actually they inadvertently actually support the narcissist and the narcissist really does delight in making sure that they are seen as a victim and the true victim is actually accused and blamed and it's just awful it really does sadden me a lot because all that's happening is that you're being abused further so please do if you are going to get a therapist do please make sure that they understand toxic relationships number seven they will always talk in complicated and messy ways in answering any question they will not give you a straight answer it's called word salad, right? And honestly, they will go on and, you, you know, before you know it, you're totally confused. What did I even ask? Your brain is mashed up and it feels like it's been scrambled. You know, you can't actually think straight. You don't even know what the question was and you're left completely, you know, there's no following any argument. It's just lots of loads of stuff that actually doesn't even make sense. And they haven't actually said anything. And before you know it, they're accusing you of something. So they will talk in complicated ways. There's nothing clean and clear. They will not answer any questions. Um, you know, so that's number seven. Yeah. Number eight is they will do something wrong. They will get into trouble in inevitably because they're always doing something to try and you know, get over one and, and, you know, doing things that aren't ethical. They'll do something and then they'll try and get you involved in taking some of the blame. You know, this could be, you know, where they, you know, rack up loads of debt and then they get you to actually pay the debt off and go, you know, swan off into the sunset with majority of the finances still, um, you know, whatever that they could do there or they could you know maybe get into an accident and they're trying to get you to um like cover up for them or they might have done something you know illegal or, and they're trying to get you to take the blame and somehow take some sort of the blame or agree with them when they're telling lies you know, they might even tell lies and they're trying to get you to agree with them. And you know it's not true, but they're somehow trying to get you to agree with them. Something that you probably had nothing to do with, but well, they'll try and force you or coerce you into taking blame or responsibility for their mistakes. Um, and they want you to comply with their lies. Basically, what they're doing is trying to set you up to at a later stage blackmail you or scare you you know so that you don't ever leave them because um you know they've got information on you you know so and um be honest narcissists love and psychopaths love setting you up to blackmail you later you know they want to you know make you feel comfortable and they want you to do something that is wrong so that they can use it against you and blackmail you later that's another reason why they love pushing your buttons until you reactively abuse. 
because that way they can blackmail you at a later stage as well. So, or you feel like you, they might blackmail you because you know what they're like. They can't be trusted and they'll use anything and everything against you so that they can then blackmail you and control you at a later stage. Um, right, number nine. When they tell the truth, it's their truth. <laughs> they will tell their own story. So they will convince themselves by telling themselves the same old story over and over again. But they love telling and sharing their truth as if, you know, they're voicing on behalf of others. You know, like they're standing up for other victims, but it's their version of truth. It's not even true, right? And they'll use this to be seen in a positive light in, in terms of the public. And um, they'll do whatever they need to do so that they can look good and it's always their version of the truth that for them you know lies is easy you know they don't have they don't care they can lie quite easily it's really not a problem in terms of lying just to sort of get their point across they have no concept of truth and lies um they just talk about oh you know you must talk, tell the truth all the time but they never tell the truth themselves okay Number 10, they will want to steal the spotlight from you. Say if you're achieving something incredible, or I don't know, you could have won an award or, you know, you're getting the spotlight over something. Maybe it's your birthday. You know, they will try and steal the spotlight from you somehow. That's why they love spoiling things before you go out. For instance, you know, you're going out after a, a long time. They will do whatever it takes to get people get the spotlight away from you and onto them so that you are then focusing on them or maybe talking about them even when you're away or out with your friends and stuff they will use and tell you whatever they need to tell you they don't really care as long as they've got people on their side or they will get the spotlight on off of you to them. Whatever it is, they will do, you know, so, because they love the attention. We've, we already brought that up. Number 11, narcissists have people around them so they can have personal gain and use people for opportunities. They will milk any target until they have no longer service, any service, service, for them basically they they don't serve them any purpose anymore when a narcissist is with someone they will go through the cycle inevitably to get to the point where they can discard you they want to destroy you use you milk you until they can destroy you and discard you they have no intention of staying with someone they want to use you and use any opportunities that you have for personal gain and once they have that you know it could be per it could be money power status whatever it is once they've got that they will attract trap and control and and you know use you until they don't know no longer need you and so know that it's inevitable that the narcissist will discard you at some point you can never there's always an expiry date in any relationship with a narcissist, it cannot last forever unless you, you, there is a reason why they need you forever. You know, maybe you're a source of something, status or symbolism or something for them in some way. 
it could be that you know you're the family so they need you to show to other people that they they have a good family so that they will use you abuse you um so that they can then still continue to say that they have a family Okay, so number 12 is the, they will allow you to take the lead at the beginning um, so that the person will always feel confident and you'll be continually wanting to get back to that where you felt you had power and control within yourself. The truth is though, you do have that power and control within yourself. And you can tap back into that power and control. Everything you need is within you. Unfortunately, when we've been in a toxic relationship, we've been sort of programmed to believe that we need the narcissistic relationship to give us that power and control and to feel good and confident within ourselves, so that we can get ourselves back. That's not true. Everything you need is within yourself and you can get that back. And if you are looking to get your power back, to feel love again within yourself, to really experience what it means to have self-worth, to have self-love and to actually get the antidote and detoxify yourself from these 12 things so that you can get your life back on track. If you really want to get your confidence back, you've had enough. You've actually had enough of this narcissist and you want to get control over your life again, then please do look in the resources section, watch the masterclass and understand how it actually, the trauma actually impacts your brain so that you can reheal your brain. It's, it's easy to do. You can do it. It's easier to actually heal yourself than to live with trauma for the rest of your life. So that you can get your life back. You can feel love again. You can understand and feel like this, your positive self again. To actually feel inspired and motivated to live your best life. To be the best version of yourself then please do get in touch with me and, and, and watch the masterclass and I um, can talk you through the program that I have that is changing people's lives. They're feeling better and they're getting their life back on track again and there's nothing better than seeing people feel the self-worth and feel and change their life and, and start doing things that make them feel good again. Anyway, Till next time, I'm sending you so much love because love is the greatest healer. It genuinely is. So more compassion, understanding and love towards yourself. Take care. Till next time.